inching ever so close to episode 100 if they'll have yeah. us i don't know I, I, my contract might run out before we get to yeah that's, that's tough 100 <laughs> think about that yeah and we're still we're still we're still about this is 87 so we're still a good dozen weeks away so you know so, only i've I read i can't remember what that stat is like how many never get past 12 weeks no how many podcasts don't get past yeah. 12 weeks yeah 12 I mean, weeks? Now, now, yeah now granted we are kind of subsidized by the acl we're not having to pay for everything ourselves blah 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 not that yeah. there's much into it but yeah, not many get past twelve weeks. Like it's it's something crazy, like seventy five percent. Oh my god! Well, that's impressive then. I mean, to, yeah. be, on, to be on eighty seven to me sometimes feels big, sometimes it doesn't. But if the um, average is twelve, yeah, yeah, I think people realize, like you know, most people that don't have a podcast like ours that are trying to do their own podcast that are basically subsidizing it through advertising. You yeah. get through twelve weeks and you don't have any advertisers, you're pretty much done, yeah. right? So. Right. We, we haven't had that issue yet. However, should be some folks coming down the line here pretty soon, Jeff. Well, yeah, you really need to have, it really takes a team to do a podcast. I mean, cause you're right. Cause I did during COVID, I did one on my own and, yeah. uh, and it was, it was, it was great. It was, you know, a fun way to, to pass the time and be able to, to reconnect with a lot of old friends and broadcaster buddies and, and athletes that I've worked with in the past. Um, but you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, once, once work started again, then the phone was over and then you got to get paid. So right. you, you really, right. you almost really need, you almost really need, you know, at least three people. You need to have a host. You really need a co-host too. I, I think that makes it better when you have, when you have at least two. So you need a host, yeah. you need a co-host, you need someone to do your marketing, you know, in social media. And then, yeah. and then the biggest thing is you need someone out there making calls and selling it and bringing in some sort of money. So, right. yeah. It has to be monetized at some point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, um, Hey, so you want to do a little meet Jeff and Bernie to sure. to start? So yeah. again, for the second week in a row, if we had done this podcast in the morning, I would have been a totally different person than <laughs> I was yeah. in the afternoon or or evening, as was the case last week. So, and and I'm only going to talk about this a little bit because I am I'm a little bit um, unstable emotionally right now. So Noel uh -oh. Noel goes to college on saturday mm -mm. and um you know even though she's going right up the road right she's going to coastal carolina and i'm so happy for her i mean it's literally two hours door to door from my house with traffic yeah you know at night i can probably get there there quicker but she's you know, essentially hours... directly in between us basically yeah exactly yeah yeah so i mean she's two hours away and so i, I, I guess i kept telling myself you know that's no big deal you know and and especially with me being up there and doing football games and basketball and and, um, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll be fine. And man, I think it's just the symbolism. Like we went to, we went to church. I mean, our thing is every Sunday when I'm in town, we always go to church, like as busy as our weeks get, we, we always go to church together. We always get together for dinner a couple of times. Um, you know, there's always just a few things that we do. So we went to church for the first time or, or for, the, for the last time, like before she goes to college. And, and of course, you know, the, the, you know, the, the pastor's up there and he's like, all right, all right. He's like, how many people out there got to take their son or daughter to college this week? And I'm like, really? I'm like, this is how we're starting. I'm like, you know, I'm coming here to try and feel better. And, uh, but it was great. So obviously that's what the sermon was about. And so I, I was, I was practically losing it during church. Right. I mean, and she put her head on my shoulder and I'm like, this is, I mean, 
you know, because even though she's 18, she's still my she's 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 the last. I mean, she's my baby girl. And and uh, man, it's tough, dude. It's it's really hard. You know, I, I keep telling her, I'm like, you know, because she'll lose it, too, from time to time. And she's in the process of saying goodbye to each one of her friends. Like her, oh, yeah. her, one of her friends is a big track star who got scholarship to go to Clemson. And she left today. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday this week. So she left to go to Clemson today to start workouts and start checking in all that kind of stuff. So they had to say goodbye. So she's slowly like, like Noel's the last one to leave. Right. So she's slowly having to say goodbye to each one of her friends so every that. day. Yeah. It, yeah. And I told her, and, and you know, I told her, I said, Noel, I said, you know, this is actually a really good thing because this means that you had an awesome high school career, right? With great yeah. friends, great memories. You've really made awesome memories. And yeah, it reminds me of guys like you and Stacy, because like me, I kind of bounced around a little bit, although I shouldn't say that. I mean, I, I guess, I guess, you know, in high school, I we we I grew up in Iowa City, so I grew up in the same place. But I, I felt like I felt like I had really good high school relationships. But I feel like you and Stacy were really close. Like I feel like you guys had a really good core group, and that's the way Noelle is. She just has a really core group. Like you could make a movie off, sure. of, off of her friend group, kind of like you guys. And so I'm yeah. like, what this means is that you know you had a great time, and you're going to miss each other. So yeah, it was tough. I mean. The beauty, of, the beauty of growing up in North Carolina is the amount of schools there are, like really, really good colleges and universities in North Carolina. So everyone was like only like 45 minutes away from each other, but yet going to these amazing schools. So it really wasn't as bad for us as I think it could be for others. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was at Elon. I get in the car 30 minutes of a Chapel Hill, 45 minutes. I'm on the campus at NC State. You know what I mean? So we were all like right in this really small area. Yeah, a bunch of different schools, but it was, yeah, it was hard. I remember saying goodbye to some friends that I knew that were going away, away. Yeah. And that was tough. Yeah. It's really hard as a parent. I, I really thought I was going to be okay. I really did. And, uh, and it started, it started with the whole church thing. It's just, I think it's just the, I don't know, almost like the symbolism of it or something like that. You just, sure. I never had kids. I, I, you know, I, I can't quite identify with it. But I get it. It makes sense. I've, I've seen my other friends go through it. You know, it's it's a lot of things. A, your child is an adult, right? They are now officially out of the house. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. More often than not, you know, if, if, if they're not like me, they're probably not coming home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're probably gone. You know, yeah, from now okay, on. Okay, let's not be, let's not be too harsh. You're going to see them so few times. <laughs> I know all these things, right? They all yeah. start going through my head because and you're it right. also means you're older. Yeah. Yeah. That could be part of it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're right, but yeah, that, that could be in the back of my head, yeah. but she was, you know, I, and I don't want to get too sappy and emotional, but, but she was also, I mean, you know, you know, I've had, it, it, it may seem, you know, contrary to popular belief. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't have the best, um, I, again, this is tough, right? We got to be careful how much we say. But, right. you know, th th things weren't always, you know, peachy keen. Sure. And, uh, you know, we, we've been through some times. Um, but but at the end of the day, you know, it was always me and Noel. Like, we always were so similar. And, wow. you know, she really became not just my daughter. And, and I had to correct her as her dad from time to time. But she was a friend. And, um, you know, to say goodbye to your... Okay, I got to stop talking now. <laughs> say goodbye to your friend is tough. So hard week, tough week. I, I really didn't think I'd have to process all this, but it's, it's, it's uh, it'll be good. No, man. And like you said, yeah. you've got a leg up on a lot of people. You're going to see her when you're really going to get mad is when you go up to do a game and she's going to be too busy. 
<laughs> I'm already preparing myself for that. She's going to be able to do that. You want to grab dinner? Well, yeah. dad, we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, what would be worse is if she says, "Well, you know, Steve and Mark and me." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, huh? Oh, what? Well, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that'll end up being." Ah, uh, uh, you know, that's probably happening within the next year or so. That this guy is going to be coming around a lot more. Yeah, I'm sure she had boyfriends in high school. She didn't. Get out. She's never had a. She's had. A, she's had some interests. But she's never had like a serious boyfriend. She that she, generation's I, a little more like that, though. I think. Yeah, and I think and I think it's because. Um, and honestly, if if he was sitting right here, I, I would say the same thing. So I don't think I don't think he gives his feelings hurt by by this. But her older brother was not the best example of of uh, a teenage boy and how they should <laughs> act and what they should do. So I think I think he. <laughs> was kind of a cautionary tale for her. So I think, and, and they're, they're very close in age. So I think she heard a little bit too much and saw too much. And I think this would be good for her to get away and maybe be around some different. That's funny. Male. That's that funny. I mean, you know, that's what, that's about as, that's about as kind of a way as I can say this right now. Cause I'd like, I, I I'm telling it. you, if we, if, if we could just do this the way we wanted to do it. Oh, I mean, you know, money, dude. Yeah. Or maybe I, not. Uh, it wouldn't be money. <laughs> I mean, it would be tough to, you know, family dinners would be tough, but, you know, it'd be yeah. more interesting. Yeah. I I apparently have no problem saying people's names. It gets me in all kinds of trouble. No, that's not true at all. It does. It gets me in all kinds of trouble. No. But uh, I think it's cool, man. I, 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 a lot, of, all of my friends have gone through it in one way or another, as far as their kids going off to college. And yeah, it's tough. It's dads are different certain dads are different I, I have friends like you and some others that get very emotional over it and i had some other friends that you know they hate when their child's gone but it's also like you know that scene in braveheart like freedom <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so it, it's it's interesting to see the difference yeah. i mean i think all the moms are kind of the same but i know all my female friends that have, their kids have gone away and, you know it's been those those really sad interactions but some of the dads, some of the, some of my guy friends. I mean, look, I'm sure that day is that I remember going to college. Do you not remember going? I remember oh. my mother and my buddy Steven's mother yes. crying and Steven's dad just sitting there like, here, here's an extra little bit of money. Y'all go find somebody, get some beer. You know, like, all right, ladies, let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I remember like it was yesterday. I mean, I literally remember packing my stuff up and my mom, we took two cars to Lawrence. It was a five hour drive from Iowa City to Lawrence. And uh, we took two cars uh, because I had quite a bit of stuff that I was taking in my dorm room, mm -hmm. and uh, took two, two cars down. Um, I think I've told the story before. Uh, we so we go down and a real quick story. So we go down there, and and my mom might not have. Uh, <laughs> so my mom, I'm just it's just we're gonna we're gonna edit this part out. So my mom, so my mom, my mom left uh, left left a little bit earlier than my dad. My dad decided to stick around. And my dad hung around for several days, finally to the point where, where, you know, he's trying to introduce me to, I mean, my dad is the progressive commercial. He is, he is the progressive commercial. <laughs> I'm telling you, Bertie, you're going to meet him one of these days. He He's the guy, you know, he's pointing out all the hazards. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy where, where, as we're walking to the football game, where are we going to meet after the third yeah. quarter? And the, mm -hmm. and the progressive coach says, let's not talk about leaving the game before we actually get to the game. That was my dad. <laughs> all right, let's meet here. Let's meet at section E parking space, you know, whatever. That was my dad. Anyway, so my dad decided to stay. Well, I mean, 
So finally, I'm like, okay, dad, you know, I got this. And so years later, I asked him, I'm like, I'm like, you know, why, why didn't you just go when mom went? My dad works so much and I appreciate him so much for that. And I think I've told you that before this before. Yeah. I mean, we wanted for nothing, really. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's not like we were, you know, extremely wealthy, but really pretty much anything I wanted within reason, yeah. you know, we, we would get, uh, we'd have to work for some of it, but we get it. So I appreciate that. But my dad told me, he said, you know, I work so much because um, he worked nights and weekends and holidays and everything. He said, I work so much that I realized when I dropped you off that, um, you know, after 18 years, I really didn't even know who you were. Like it was fun to hang out, you know, just the two of us and do dinners and, and, um, you know, hang out with, with the new friends that we had met. And it kind of reminded him of when he was going to college. So it was kind of a cool, kind of a cool moment, but man, we're getting deep. You ready? Well, should, we talk some, should we talk some cornhole or something? Well, you know what I feel bad about with the cornhole community? You know, there's this whole world, there's this whole viewpoint now that college is meaningless, right? Like, well, college didn't make anybody smarter, blah, 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 blah. They're missing the point of college. You know, I mean, I yes, you're going with this. Yep. You know, if, if you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, yes, college makes a lot of sense because you have a very specified work that you want to go into and college is absolutely necessary. But it teaches you things. It teaches yes. you socialization. It teaches you ways to deal with other people you may not like because that's the work world. That's the real world. Right. You've got to learn how to get along with people you don't like because you're coming out of high school. And you're basically with people that you like. That's who you're hanging around. That's your mm -hmm. group of friends. College kind of teaches you more than just the study part of college and the theory of whatever you're going into. There's a lot there. Now, too much for me. It was really too much fun to be had in college. I had every bit of it. Every second of it that it was there to have, I had it. Yeah. But there's more to college than just the books. And I think, I think there's a segment in society that's kind of missing out on that. And it opens doors that are not open otherwise. Yeah, I and, totally agree with you. You, you learn I, you learn a lot about life in those four years. I also agree with the point that you don't need to have a college. Don't degree. necessarily I have, need I have, it. I have plenty. Of, I have plenty of friends who who are here who didn't go to college. I have plenty of friends who are here who did, and and many of them have ended up in the same spot. Sure. Very very successful. They've take they've made a lot of money. They've they've taken care of their families. So there's there's different ways to get you know, different paths. So I get that, but I'm totally on board with you, you know, and, I, and I've talked to Noel about this. It is a privilege to go to a four-year school. Like that means, I mean, you are being rewarded for all of your hard work. You know, she's getting a little bit of scholarship money, which is nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but she worked hard for it. Right. And, and, you know, not everyone can just get accepted to and, or have the means to just go to a four-year school. Sure. It's, it's a privilege. Um, and, and she's earned it. She really has earned it. And, and I'm excited for her. And you're right. She is going to learn a lot about being around different people. I think you learn about st structure on your own for the first time. She's not going to have me or her mom. I mean, she was always pretty good anyway, but you know, getting her up in the morning, making sure that, you know, she's, you know, doing all the things that she has to do, make sure that she studies, make sure she's home on time. You know, all these things that you have to learn when you're on your own, she's going to have to learn and do for the first time. And I think, like you're saying, I think that's a, I think that's a huge life lesson. Yeah. I mean, look, I, and I know there's people, well, you can do that when you turn 18, you graduate high school, you get a job doing this, you get out on your own, yeah. get your own apartment. I hear it. I get it. I get it. College gives you something different because those people that go and do that are still hanging out with the same people they've always hung out with. There's instant consequences. They, yeah, they've never, they've never branched out and had to deal with people they don't like. Yeah. Until, you know, and it's just, that's college. Yep. I mean, you're, you're stuck in areas around people. You have to learn how to meet people because you don't know anybody there. 
You have to learn how to meet people from different yep. socioeconomic backgrounds. You have to learn how to work with them. You have to learn so much that's not just what you learn in a book. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's, I, I, I just, I, I hate that there's a segment of society that thinks college is a waste of time. I really do. And I didn't take advantage of it. I, I did not in any way take advantage of the opportunities I was given. I learned a lot, but I didn't learn what I should have. Yeah. You know, and, and but the fact that there are still people out there that think it's a waste of time, that's unfortunate. It really is because it's, they're different people. The kid that you send away at 18 is not the same kid at 22. They're not. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a shame All that right, people don't see that, you know. Yeah. You're going to make me cry. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not crying on the podcast. Oh, it's early yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's early. We're only, what are we, we're only 17 minutes in, buddy. We got a long way to go. We'll get those tears out of you. Hey, you know what, you know what I am? Here, here's a good transition for you. You know what I am crying about and, and I'm upset about, and I was just thinking about you the other day as we take it, I'm going to take a total 180 on you here. And then, and then, and then there are, there are some serious cornhole things that I've got, I've got to get to with you uh, sure. before our time, before our time runs out. Um, so I don't know what's going on with me. And I wanted to bounce. I couldn't wait to bounce this off you this week. Cause we've had this conversation before about USFL football and XFL and all these other spinoffs, right? Mm -hmm. Bernie, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happened to me. I don't know if, if maybe, maybe I am getting old. I, I don't know if I'm the only one or not. I, I tried to watch some preseason football. It does nothing for me. It is not moving the needle at all. I don't know why all of a sudden, like why I can't, I like, I love football. Why, why I, I couldn't watch the USFL, like you were saying in the summer. I couldn't yeah. watch the XFL. It did nothing for me. I, I really didn't enjoy it at all. And, and watching the preseason. Wait, wait, wait. Did you watch that Panthers-Jets game? That's part of the problem. That was one of the worst exhibitions of football I did. I, I've I, ever I watched, seen. I watched some of it, and Bryce Young is going to get killed. Exactly. He's, he's going to get killed. Last. The he's offensive line was, dis was disgusting. And, and was I mean, the, I, I I could not watch any of it. it I, when I watched, I watched maybe a grand total of, I'll say, 30 minutes. I watched the whole game. A preseason football so far. And yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I changed uh -huh. it. I, 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 for God's sakes, we watched the reruns of Chicago PD oh. instead of preseason football. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I'm excited. I'm back in North Carolina. I actually get to watch the Panthers again. I don't know if that's a good thing. Not really. Yeah, it hasn't but, been in, in Atlanta, you never get to see it. Yeah. Right. So growing up in Charlotte, I grew up a Steelers fan. Oddly enough, but then when we got the team, I became, you know, hometown gets an NFL team. How are you not a fan, right? So I became a Panthers fan. I got bigger and bigger into it when I moved back to the Charlotte area. And so moving away and not being able to watch them ever kind of sucked, quite frankly. Yeah. And so here that you know, I'm back in North Carolina and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, every Panthers game is going to be on TV now. Oh, I get yeah. to watch every game. So I was From excited. High water. <laughs> I was excited. And then I watched two possessions and was like, Terrible. That, kid, that kid has got something, but he's never going to last. He won't last four games with that. He's going to get hurt. Yep, yeah, he's going to get hurt. He's going to get. He's going to get. He's going to get pancaked by somebody, which he did this past week. Yeah. And he's going to get hurt. Gonna, it's going to be a collarbone. Yeah. It's going to be a rib. It's going to be a hip. It's going to be something. Uh, he he got absolutely crushed. But but it, it, I don't want to give away my my on off and in segment. But it kind of goes. It kind of transitions into my on off and in. We can talk about it later. But. I think a lot of it has to do is that we know we know what what you know greatness looks like. We know what it's supposed to look like, and to watch something at 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 a subpar level, I, again, I you know what I'd love to hear from people. I, I wish it's I preseason, wish. and I get preseason is not especially I'm the first game. 
especially the first game of preseason is always going to be awful, right? They've only been in camp, yeah. what, two weeks, three weeks, max? So the first game is always just brutal, right? And yeah. it, it was just especially brutal if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, which most of the people watching us are not. So they yeah. don't care. But it was, you know, it was for me, it was good to see football back. I got to be honest with you. It was kind of cool to see the okay, kickoff. It, it was, I was really into the fact that it was there. Now, it was on. Was I like completely invested in every play? No. No. Yeah. I mean, got way too much screen time with this. You know, I was, we were playing call, you know, just, packing, unpacking, moving stuff around, but it was on and I was excited. So I'm a little, I disagree with you a little bit. I, I'll watch every game. Okay. So that's good. That, that makes me know that it's just me being just an old man. Fantastic. I mean, look, am I, but I'm not going to watch every preseason <laughs> game. Like I'm going to watch regular season games. Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit down and be completely invested in what I'm watching. I mean, if, if we're going to talk about something else while the game's on, cool. If we're going to move stuff around, play cards, whatever. Right. But the game's still going to be on. One yeah. more football thing for you. Then we've got to move yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I've got some more of my hand off and on, too. So. I, I, feel, I feel like it has been so long since we've seen a college football game. Like, been. I mean, are we to the point? Like, I just heard somebody recently. I've always I've always wanted a, a, a I don't know if I've wanted 16-team playoff, um, but I've always on. wanted a 10 or 12-game playoff. 16-team playoff. Yeah, and so that's that's that was my point. So I think actually I think it was an article I read that 16 is coming, but some people were pushing back because the season's too long. I I want more college football, and I I don't think and I don't think nowadays that it is going to be too long. Like I I think I like I I feel like by the time I mean because the first few weeks I don't know if you've seen the schedule. The first few weeks I mean there's a few games here or there. There's yeah. a lot of freaking stinkers. There's sure. a lot of stinkers. I mean it's really not going to get good until September. That basically gives us you know last week or two of September. I October, and then you get a few games in November, and that's done. And that's a bunch of meaningless bowl games that no one watches anymore. Your top four teams for the FCS and, or, for, or for the uh, FBS, and then uh, and then it's over. Like I'm fine with some more college football, aren't you? Yeah, it, with expansion, so with the way long. the conferences are realigning, we'll get to 16 pretty quick, actually. Yeah. So I, I that's think. cool. But yeah, I, I, seriously, I, it's been a long time. I, I, it, it has been, and this time of year is the hardest for me as a sports fan. I'm just yeah. not the biggest baseball fan. I, I liked it fine as a kid. Like I liked it fine as a kid, but it just doesn't move the needle for me. Oh, I got to watch the Braves, or oh, I got to watch. I, I, I could care less, right? Yeah. So that means my summer is basically what we do for work, yeah. right? And then a couple of golf tournaments that I'm really interested in, seriously, and then waiting. Yeah. Like, True. like pulling, pulling my teeth to get to football season. Yeah, that's because everything's better in football season. I don't care what people say. I know. Yeah, the weather's better. I mean, this goes back to about first class. Everything's better. The air is better. Literally, everything's better in football. We season. can't breathe in Charleston right now. I mean, the heat index outside is like 112. It's brutal. It's just terrible. The humidity is awful. Yeah, I you know I moved technically north, but it feels I forgot the humidity when you get this close to the ocean. Yeah. And if you're not on the ocean with that breeze, oh man, it is just sitting on us right now. Yeah, it's brutal. All right, cornhole. Yes. Um, so I can't, I can't um, give any details, but on a serious note, I got a very exciting phone call this week. And uh, next week on the show, 
I meant to say this before we came on the way, by the way, so I don't mean to just, just drop this on you. Next Sweet. week on the next week on the show, we are going to have a huge announcement um, out of Team Lucky. So I know there is a lot of of uh, shifting going around right now and a lot of talk about about shifts being made between players. Yeah, yeah. We we have an actual signing and a big announcement coming out of Team Lucky. Right on. Uh, next week. That's so, pretty exciting. Yeah, we're going to try and see. We we may need to do a special one-off little. I think we do that. That uh, we see Rosie show. and she and she and she posts it, and we just put it on social. But um, we need to do one. We need to do a signing okay. show. So hopefully everyone this out there. Is, hopefully everyone that's that's watching right now, involved in the cornhole business, whether you're a bag manufacturer, whether you're a player, make this your show. Make this your show because because there's obviously if the rumors are correct. We're going to see some unbelievable pairings this year. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a big one. The, yeah. Mike, 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 Mike is really. I mean, Mike, Mike Hennessy is is yeah. really. You know, obviously, you know, made a huge uh, splash last year. Sure. Um, yeah, he's at it again this year. So uh, it's it's a big it's a big one for Lucky. So that's that, unfortunately that's all I can say. We'll but we'll have more. Yeah, I'm glad. We'll that's, more, that's exciting. We'll have more next week. Yep. Uh, one more one more quick cornhole thing for you. Um, mm -hmm. So I was thinking about this, you know, because because um, worlds always so exciting, right? And so much fun. Um, but but the level of play in the semifinals, like we talked about, you know, what wasn't great. You know, wh whether it, whether it was just you know a bad day for certain players or or I don't know. Uh, you know, I was going to bad ask day you, for a bad day, right? Yeah, yeah you know, it, it, and 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 it happens, right? But then I started thinking about it, and and I don't I, I don't know where I sit on this, so I'm just throwing this out here, like I always do, right? I'm just throwing shit out there. Mm -hmm. Could should should we as a league? And and again, I, I'm just I'm just a 10.99. So when I say we, I, I'm not involved in these conversations. But but should the ACL, um, should should we the ACL look at? at maybe changing, tweaking the schedule last year? Would you, and again, I'm just throwing this out there and, and I figured I'd, I'd throw it out to you first. I haven't even talked to Trey about it. Should, should we, should we do something more like we do during the regular season? Like play the singles world championship final, the same day that singles is, you know, the same day that they qualify for it. So that we're, are we, are we more likely to get really high level play and get a true champion? Not that Jamie is not a true champion. He was sure. playing terrific at the end of the year. So again, don't, don't give me, don't, don't, don't twist my words on this. Anybody. Um, I'm just saying, would, would we get a higher level of play? Would we get a better championship? Would we get, get better contests if we just kept it rolling or if, or if we did singles on a Thursday, right. And then, and then take all the way down to the bracket finals, do an elite eight all the way down to a champion on Friday. Because because here's what happened this week we did we did singles qualifying one day, mm -hmm. doubles qualifying the next, mm -hmm. singles championship day three, and then doubles championship day four. So really it was kind of a, you know it, it really kind of lost its momentum if you were really hot. I mean, I I, I, I don't know if that happens. Like, every sport and then real that? quick, real quick. Let me just play devil's advocate real quick. You know, in other sports, yeah, you got to wait, sport. you got to wait, you got to wait a week. You know, yeah. and golf, golf is probably the only one where you can go day to day to day. You know, but it's day to day, day to day. You're still playing different days. I mean, you know, how you yeah. played on Thursday has no effect on how you play Friday and Saturday. That's why I'm just Sunday. throwing it out. That's yeah. why I'm just throwing it out there. And I'd love to talk to a player about it. I don't know if that would help. If that would help them. If it would help, you know, the viewer. Oh, if it would, I think know, the players would love it because if you're hot that day, you're going to be hot that night, right? Yeah. But and, and would everyone continue that momentum? You know. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I need in every other sport on the planet, there is a way. Right. I mean, so totally why, why can't our players or cornhole players specifically, why can't they do it if everyone else in the world can? Yeah. And then right. it got me and then it got me thinking about about and, and, and again, I don't mean to put I don't mean to put it on. I'm just mentioning his name. I don't mean to put because because you know, Mark didn't have a great day either. Mm-hmm. I don't mean so I don't mean to put this on Tony. Tony obviously had a chance, you know, for the third time in a row, had a chance to win doubles and singles. Yeah. And it just it just didn't happen for him. So does, does it force Tony? Does it force um, Fisher? Does it force, you know, all these other guys who were in the finals? Um, you know, Gavin, um, Gavin came up empty. Does, does it force them to maybe rethink what they're doing? And, and don't, you know, for a one o'clock broadcast, don't show up at 12, like show up at 10, you know, it, are, are they going to have to be like, like an, uh, like if you have, if you have a playoff game at one o'clock, right. Mm-hmm. I don't care what sport, basketball, football, whatever sure. you're getting there three hours beforehand. Yeah. Right. And maybe even a little bit earlier. Getting some to eat, you're talking shop, you're getting the juices flowing, and then you're and then you're warming up, you're you know going through whatever your routine is, and then play for a while. I mean, when those football players warm up, they, I mean, they're sweating. They're, I mean, they're they're sweating, right? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe maybe I don't know, maybe maybe the players need to do that. You know, I don't I don't know. You know, I, maybe, you know it's, so, it's so tough. Tony because, and Gavin and Fisher and all those guys. Maybe maybe they got to show up three hours. Or I, I, don't know. I think the the problem is we also need to get with the production crew on this because one of the problems, and you hear it from the players is yeah, I can go warm up on the other boards, but they're nothing like the broadcast boards. And we only get 10 minutes at best to work out and practice on the broadcast boards. So yes, we can come and we can throw all day on all these other boards, but it's not the same thing. It's not going to be as fast. You know, like the other boards are just different. The broadcast, the way the lights work and everything, you know, those boards aren't as old, haven't been used as much. Do we get them more time on those boards, right? I don't, I don't know exactly how we have to do that. You know, can they come in that much yeah. earlier? Can we have the lights on? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's more to it than that. And I think the players get frustrated and I can tip, I can tell this past weekend or two weekends ago, they, a couple of them were extraordinarily frustrated by yeah. the fact that, you know, here we are, we're playing for these championships and you give me three minutes to warm up on these boards that are so very different from every other board in the building. Yeah. You know, when we're, when we're out in, um, when we're out in California, maybe I'll pick around a little bit. Like, like even Caleb and 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 Eddie, who who didn't play badly. I mean, Eddie Eddie had a tough matchup a couple times, right? Yeah. Um. And I mean, I'd like to talk to all those guys and ask and get their thoughts. And, and I mean, they they may look at me, and, and my guess is they probably will, and say that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, whether whether we, whether we play whether we played the night of qualifying the next day, we should have been able to do it, regardless. Yeah, yeah, they they may say that, but but they may they may agree. They may say, yeah, I would I would rather play it either either the same day or the next day, because they had to wait two days. Yeah, the this year singles singles was 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 day A, and I, I'm just I don't know what day in the championships. So I think it was Thursday. A. It was Thursday yeah, and Friday. You had you had singles qualifying, then doubles qualifying the next yeah. the next whole day, and then yeah. you didn't play your singles championship until you know basically 48 hours later. Yeah, I, I, I it's just tough out there. I, I I don't have a problem with it. I think the players would love it because if you're hot that day, you're going to be hot, right? You're not taking a night off. A night off. And, and that's what I'm saying about Tony. And again, I I'm not, I hate to sound like I'm picking on Tony because I'm not. When we saw him during singles qualifying, I can't remember if, you, if he was in your bracket. No, 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 I never saw him. I never saw him play. Bernie, he was. I'm telling you, he yeah. was on a different level. And I'm sure you heard that. I mean, I I don't think anyone 
I mean, Jamie was hot too. I mean, he was making a hell of a run. Right. See, he was in my bracket, and I saw him play better than I've seen him play in years. So I, was, I would love to have seen Tony and Jamie. Boom, yeah. go at it right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would have been great, been and that would have been good TV. I, I you know, I just, yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't. The planning in that, and then you had the Ocho Day that Friday where everyone was running around like crazy. It's just there's so much other stuff going on in the World Championships. I'm with you. But at the same time, if we're going to force them to play on different days, we've got to give, in my opinion, we've got to give them more time on the broadcast court. Because Yeah, I guess that's all I'm saying. Yeah, Basketball, for example, you get a pretty good shoot around on those days in that new arena, right? That you get time to warm up, you get you get a pretty good amount of time on that court to practice. Whereas we basically are playing the same boards out there, even on the streaming courts, are essentially the same boards that you're getting everywhere else in the arena, and then broadcast is different, completely different. Yeah, and I think that's tough, and we don't. I don't think we give them enough time to acclimate. Now, you know, I'm sure there's arguments that would come from our production crew, our production staff. And everyone else that says, you know, it's just right now it's not feasible considering everything that we have to do to get everything TV ready. I get it. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. Yeah. I'm just saying if we want optimal level play, it would be best for them to get more time on the broadcast court. But to your point, originally, they would need to show up earlier. They would need to be dedicated mm-hmm. to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess that could that could be that could be just another example of just having to deal with it because like I think about two years ago when, really? when Derek and I went to the final four, I'm not just saying this, I'm, I'm not saying this cause it was, it was <laughs> the Kansas North Carolina final. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's because I was there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, promise, I, to you. I promise I'm not, I, I promise I'm not, but <laughs> <laughs> I really am not. So, so Kansas plays Villanova in game one, right? Mm-hmm. And then 30 minutes later, who's got to jump on the court without playing on that court? Hardly at all. Right. Yeah. You've got, you've got North Carolina and Duke. So how much did those guys actually get to play? We had, we had a 20 minute warm up period. This is what I mean. And that, and that 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was, so, so, so I, now I'm kind of going against, you know, what we were talking about in the beginning, but so maybe it's just something the players just have to deal with because they do in other sports, but like North Carolina and Duke, I mean, you had to sit there and watch Kansas and Villanova play. You maybe got on the court earlier in that morning. You had you had you know basically twenty or thirty minutes to warm up, and boom, you're in front of sixty thousand people playing on a court that you're not used to playing on. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I'm the just final four is tough. I mean, they've they've done all kinds of research on the shooting percentages in the final four now that they've gone to these big football arenas and made them basketball arenas that the shooting percentages are way down because obviously the sight lines for players is so much more difficult than playing in a regular, even big college gymnasium. It's crazy being down there. Yeah. The shooting percentages are way down because it's just tougher. Your eyes have a hard time acclimating. And you know, if you gave those kids a couple days to get used to it, then maybe they could, but like you're saying, you're just kind of throwing, I mean, now they get shoot arounds, but those shoot arounds are different than when it's full. Yeah. But every, yeah, every sport has to go through some sort of adjustment. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, let's say bowling. Bowling in, is a niche sport. They have to adjust to different lanes for the finals that are that might not have the same oil patterns, that might not have – and they have to adjust. I mean, and being mm-hmm. being that good and being a professional means you kind of have to adjust. You have to be able yeah. to fit, move your talents to what you're given to play with, right? Yep. You can't get stuck in the mindset, well, this just doesn't work for me, so I'm done. 
And I, I think we've seen that a couple of times for yep. people, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the way is like, like you were talking about, I mean, you know, I mean, the players just need to show up earlier. I mean, if they, if they truly want to be there to win a championship, and get, the, get there with the trainer, I mean, with the mentor. Yeah. The production crew is very stingy with those courts. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if we brought them in three hours early, would they let them play on that court with the lights? Because yeah, they have to do okay. all they have to do to get the lighting right. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. I would think having players play on that would be the perfect way to do that, but I don't know. Even 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 if the even if they had played upstairs on the boards, let's like let's say let's say you gotta be, you know, let's say you got a world championship game at one, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you come in at 10, you get warmed up, go through some, you know, calisthenics, whatever you do, grab a snack, whatever you do. I mean, I, I would come, I wouldn't come in by myself. I'd come in with with somebody who's you know gonna be a, a you know someone good to hold you basically kind of your accountability mentor. And, and even if you just started throwing and working out on the boards up there, that's got to help you. Right. Even I, I get, I get it. It's not the same, but, but maybe, I don't know that's your point. Maybe that'd be counter. I, I, think, I think the players would argue against that, Jeff. I would say the players think that's fine. It gets your arm loose, but the bags react differently to the broadcast yeah. boards. And so yep. you've essentially spent all this time getting used to that. And then you've got three minutes to get used to something completely different. Yep. To you and me, I don't think we would notice that much of a difference. Yeah, maybe not. But for players of that level, I think they notice a huge difference. Kind of like you give Tiger Woods in his heyday any iron and he can hit it well, but you give him the ones that he has specifically made for him and he's going to appear it every time, right? So yep. it's it's a little different. I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to your question, to be honest. I don't, well, I don't know again, if there the reason, is a perfect, perfect answer. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is, and again, we'll hit it coming up and on, off and in. Um, so that's kind of the reason I brought it up before we get to that, by the way, two minutes, just real quick. And then we got to move on, on, off and in before we get out of here. Um, who in the world set these matchups for the pro invitational? Cause I was, as I was going down Trey's tweet, I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, that's good. Oh, so that's you didn't, good. you didn't watch it. We, you didn't watch it. So, so she had the girl's names in a bowl and I had the guy's names in a hat. She would, it was really at random. Yeah. She would pick. She would pick hers, and then I would pick mine. It was completely random. I didn't know if this was going to be like teams where where they were they were picked, or if you were actually doing it randomly. But I was looking at these, and I'm just. I, I told you, I was joking before we came on. I was just giddy, like looking at it. I'm like, these are all so good. All yeah. these matchups, like, I mean, I, I maybe have three or four favorites, maybe. I mean, and, and the bracket, Jamie, was set and, by that. Jamie and Cheyenne, yikes. That the bracket was set by that too. So the first two names were the top of the bracket. Next two names were who they played, and so we, yeah. the bracket filled that way too. So it was That's literally kind of random. We had people, you know, like wanting to see my hands, claiming that I was like looking in and like picking out names that I wanted. Oh, you know. come on! Yeah, and so I'm like, so we had to kind of show them our hands as we picked the. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But it was. And these are good. I mean, Mark and Rosie. I mean, come on. I, I, I mean, they're all good. Literally, they're all good. I was, I was going down this. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. I had uh, Tony Smith and uh, Miranda playing Jamie and Cheyenne in the final. In the finals? Yeah. I mean, I could easily see Tony and Miranda losing to Mark and Rosie, but I think the way that they both play could give them trouble if they're playing well. Yeah. Because Rosie's she's going to stay down the middle, slide in. If Miranda's playing her game well, she could give Rosie fits because Rosie, Rosie doesn't like playing with people that are going to make it dirty. She just doesn't. Yeah. And I think they could give them trouble, but I've got Jamie and Cheyenne winning it all. Yeah, and I tell you what, don't what, we never talk, we never talk about we never talk about Caleb and Eddie. We yeah. never talk about them. 
I mean that that could that could be my with with on off and in that could be my off every week. But Caleb, yeah. but Caleb's playing with Yeti, right? Is that who? He's... No, Caleb's playing with Kimberly. Kimberly. She made it to, the, to the World Championship final. Yeah, I, it, it, so. I just don't know, man. I, I think Those it's tough hard. for them. I think it's because I even said last night. I think I know you say that, but the two teams that I thought of the of the eight, the two that I felt didn't have a chance were with Kimberly and Elizabeth. Huh, and I just okay. and I, and those are the two because it, for them to play that well for three straight games against people that are going to give them more stuff to look at, right? And I, yeah. I don't know. It's and and to me, who's going to be throwing guys versus the girls? Because you know someone's going to do that. It's not just going to be right. guys throwing against the guys and the girls throwing against the the girls. People are going to switch it up, trying Mix to it up. get points the way they can. And that's why I think yeah. Cheyenne is an advantage for Jamie because he can she can he can throw her against any guy and she's at the very least going to hold her own hold her own sure where Jamie's going to make it hard for someone just shooting slide shots to get points yeah and so I feel like well, that's an advantage that they have but yeah bottom line I I was I when I saw that I'm like this is going to be great like yeah. I cannot wait to, I can't wait I, to watch that. I would love actually now that I said what I said I would love for Kimberly Glass or Elizabeth Tennyson to be in the finals just to shut me up, I think it'd be great. Well, then you got, then you've got, then you've got an off the board for next week's uh, segment. Yeah, perfect. Well, we're two weeks away, right? So yeah, it's yeah, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, but yeah, that's. All right, you ready? Yep, let's do it. I don't even know how to do it. All right, we only got about about uh, six or seven minutes here. All right, do, all right. So doing on, off, and in. Do you, do you did you like alt, alternating? Your idea was to alternate last week. Yeah, you like yeah, that? yeah. I like that. Okay, well, let's do that again. Do you want to start with off the board or do you want to start within the hole? I, I like going on, then off. Oh, that's right. Okay. And, then, and then freaking in the hole, man. Money. All right. All right. Give me your on. On the board, and I said this years ago because of the way they're so folksy and down home and they've never gotten big boy pants about how the sports world operates, the ACC will die because of it. And they've just been too wrapped up in this small town thought when you've got these major universities competing for major dollars and they've never been forward thinking. Now, some things could fall their way and they could survive. But I said this years ago, I think the ACC dies because of their attitude. And I think you're right. And because college basketball doesn't drive the bus and there's still people within the ACC front office that thinks college basketball matters. And it It does at a few schools only. No, but I mean, as far as conferences go and as far as the money that the conferences make, it really doesn't matter. And yeah. so I, I feel like it will die. But that's I could also see it not happening. So that's my on the board. I'm not 100 percent sold on it, but I, I see it happening in the next five years. All right. See, this is why we got to start the segment way earlier, because I got a lot to talk about on what you just said. J- yeah. Just a quick point to back you up when the yeah. Big 12, when the Big 12, what was it, three or four years ago was all of a sudden collapsing. Right. No one wanted Kansas. There was there was rumors of every team in the Big 12 having a home. The one team that was an exception was Kansas because yeah. their football team at the time and uh, last year, okay, kind of, <laughs> but their football team is terrible. Historically, one of the losingest college football programs ever. Right. No one wanted them. Like Kansas was looking at going to the Mountain West because, as you said, college basketball doesn't really move the financial needle for these people. Yeah. You know? Not, not enough anyway. Not, not yeah. 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 So all right, now we're down to about four minutes. 
<laughs> anyway, all right. So my on, my on, my on is probably my, my other tour would be be pretty quick. So my on is the longest. But again, piggybacking off the things that we were talking about, and why I brought up, you know, did the players need more practice time before the championships? You know, when someone turns on the TV, they want to see greatness. I talked about this from day one of the 2023 season. That's why I was afraid of the defensive game. People want to see professional sports, no matter what it is, played at the highest level. And they want to see something on TV that they can't do in their backyard. Right. And, and, and that's, and I still, I feel like I'm on about this because of a tweet, not a tweet, a, a text message I got. There's a buddy of mine. I've, t- I've talked about him before. His name is Danny Johnson, played college basketball at the college of Charleston and played at Clemson. I uh, went to the NCAA tournament a couple times. Great athlete. And he's, he's one of those guys. I mean, he's just, he's a dog, man. I mean, he, he just, when they were warming up, right. They, they literally would pick out guys on the other team. They'd start pointing at other guys, right? And, uh, and, and I'm just telling you kind of the character that he is to kind of set this up. And they'd be pointing at, at players from the other team. Well, the other team would be like, man, why, why are you pointing at us? He's like, we're picking out who we're going to dunk on during the game. And the guy, and, and the, to clean it up a little bit, the guy I picked is you. And sure enough, he'd go out at some point and he would dunk on this dude, right? I mean, he's just, he's just a competitor. But when he goes on the court, he wants to see and he wants to compete at the highest level. So he texted me while he was watching one of the one of uh, one of the replays of our broadcast where I just happened to make that 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 comment to Trey that that I want to see greatness. We just happened to get into it during one of our national broadcasts that that's what I want to see. I want to see greatness. Everyone at home wants to see greatness. Put yeah. the bags in the hole. I don't care. I, I, I don't want to get into this again. I. I want to see bags in the hole. I want to see offense. I want to see big offensive numbers, something that people can't do in their backyard. So he texted me. He said, um, he said, such a genuine comment out of you, bro. I want cornhole greatness to shine through every time I watch. And so he and I talked about it. We were just, we just went out for coffee the other day. He's like, I totally agree with you. When you turn on the TV, he doesn't want to see bags missing the hole. Even if that's, even if that's a good strategy, it's not good TV. He wants to see the bags in the hole. He wants to see a high level. So he wants greatness. So again, because that text and because that conversation came from a basketball player, not a cornhole player, that's why I'm only going on the board and not in. But you get my point. Mm-hmm. Next. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll keep it there so we can finish. We'll go off the board. My off the board this year or, or was Fisher Hamilton. I thought he would be good, and I thought he would he would battle for rookie of the year. I was wrong. I, I figured he might be top 25, maybe. Wrong. Was way wrong. The kid is an absolute machine. He's the big fish. I was wrong. I was absolutely 100% wrong. And, and you know, he's a top 10 player in the world. A couple breaks here and there. You're talking about maybe yeah. a top two or three player in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so I was, I was way off the board about Fisher Hamilton. So my bad, Fisher. You're the man. Hey. And only what 17, 18 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 18. All right. My off the board, Keurig machine. Like who knew, right? <laughs> like, like I'm a I'm a guy who who I like to grind my beans. I really do. I like to, I like to do that. I like to hear it. I like to listen to it. I don't know, maybe that makes me weird. I like to grind my own beans and yeah. have that and then and then dump it in. I like to make my own, you know, pot of coffee, makes the house smell good, all that kind of stuff. So when we moved, Kathy's like, You want a Keurig machine? I'm like, No, I don't want a Keurig machine. We decided to get a Keurig machine thing is freaking fantastic any time of the day regular decaf whatever you want starbucks Dunkin sure. Dennis, put that thing in there slam the thing oh yeah easy, hit start, easy money. and there's your coffee 
I'm Easy money. Soul in this thing, man. Killing machine. <laughs> Who knew? All right. Love it. I, I was I was wrong. I was wrong about that. It's awesome. All right. In the hole, I know we're, we're limited on time. I'm, I'm actually going in the future. I have Cheyenne and Jamie winning the pro invitation. And I'm, I'm betting on it so much that I'm making it my in the hole. Okay. All right. I like that. And now if, you, if you're dead wrong and they lose right away. Then, it'll be, then I'll be my off the board. For yeah. Now, now you're off the off the board yeah. to set up. Uh, and mine real quick, my, my in the hole is nerves. I didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but you saw it um, at the end of the night. You know, Shamar's talking to everybody. I went up just to say hi. He gives me a big old hug, and, and he starts just chewing my ear, right, and telling me all kinds of stuff. And we had a great, I mean, a great conversation. Shamar is so passionate about this game. But what he did say was, I mean, you, you saw when he was, like, you know, talking to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, like, right in my ear about it. He's like, dude. That was nerve-wracking. He said, sure. I can't believe it. He's, he's like, you know, of, of all these things that we do, um, it is people don't realize how nerve-wracking it is to be up there. He's like, I was really nervous. I really, w-, And I don't think he'd mind me saying that. He's like, I really was nervous being up there. Now, because of who he is, he's able to, to you know, yeah. get over that. But it's, it's so funny because whether it was Jay Cutler, Sam Darnold going way back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Madison, Deion Dawkins. Remember, Deion Dawkins said the exact same thing. Deion, Deion's a big dude, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, offensive lineman, NFL, protecting Josh Allen. And he talked about how nerve-wracking it was. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, in, in a sport that seems so benign sometimes, and people can joke about it, to throw into yeah, that right. six-inch hole from 30 feet away uh, under the lights with people right on top of you, and the place is just just, just dead quiet, right? It's hard. It's hard to do. Nerve, <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. If you're Shamar Moore or whoever. Uh, we talk about it all the time, and and that kind of validated what we what we talk about. Nerves, nerves are tough, man. I, I don't see. I mean, now granted, they're it's this is their expertise. So for Dion and Shamar and those other folks, it's not really their wheelhouse of expertise. So it's even going to be more nerve wracking for them, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I how many times have, how many times have we all talked about the first time, even our professionals, the first time they go on the broadcast court is usually a struggle. Not every not everybody, but normally. The first time yep. you're on there is a struggle. That's why that's why it's in my hole. You talk about it, I talk about it, Trey talks about it. But to hear Shamar Moore, to hear Deion Dawkins, some of these guys talk about it, yeah. you know, you know, you know we're right about it. So yeah. all right, dude. Um off to California this week. Or next week, I should next say. Next week, yeah. So we'll have we'll have one more before we go, I think, unless unless we wait. We'll have to do it Monday or Tuesday next week. Yeah, take, and I'll get with away. you too about a uh, big announcement coming up again with uh, with Team Lucky. So we Pretty might exciting. have a special one-off borderline. So we'll talk about that next week as well. Right, right. on. See you, dude. All right, Thanks, buddy. everybody, for watching. See you.